What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Holy Hustle. My name's Jalen. And my name's Zach. Here at The Holy Hustle, our goal is to provide real-life examples, our experiences, and provide practical steps to help you become a true disciple of Jesus in our world today. And just to do life together. So without further ado, make sure you guys hit the follow button, the like button, the subscribe button, and you come back every week for a new episode. Let's get right into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Holy Hustle. I'm Jalen. And I'm Zach. This is episode four. Let's go. Um, we're going to be talking about church today. But before we get into that... Um, me and Zach are going to catch up a little bit because Zach just came back from a trip. Yes. Where'd you go again? Uh, we went on a cruise. We went. We flew to LA and then we went to Catalina Island, which is an island right off of the coast of California. And then we went to Ensenada, Mexico. So it was a nice. That's why I got a little bit of sun right now. I'm looking a little dark, but and I'm, and he went. So he went on a cruise. I would never go on a cruise. Just so you guys know. <laughs> hey, never. don't knock it. Honestly, don't knock it because I used to be like that too. I used to be like. Oh, you're in the middle of nowhere, but there's like a certain amount of peace that comes from just like oh, being dude, on the water. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so scary. He literally, I told him, I was like, dude, send me a video of what it looks like when you're on a cruise. Like, and it was cool. Just, it was, it yeah. was. You sent in the video, it was funny though. He sent the video and there was like a cargo ship, <laughs> like in distance that you could see. He was like, yeah, it's probably all pirates on there. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah, now I'm really not going on a cruise. That's hilarious. I actually, fun fact, for those of you that don't know this about me, I've never been out the country. So you've never been out of the country? No. Dude. Actually. It, supposed to this year. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And that'll be, that'll be a heck of a first trip out of the country. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's one way to start. Yeah. Yeah. My family, we're taking a trip to uh, like one of those like three week trips to Europe later this mm. fall. Um, I'm super excited. We're going to Rome and I'm excited to see a lot of the history and stuff out there. I'm kind of a history nerd, but I've never been one of those people. I know a lot of people, they go out the country and they're like, yeah, I'm never coming back to the US. Yeah. I guess I haven't been out, so I can't really yeah. say anything, but I know there's people out there that are like, yeah. U.S. sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I get out, of, like, love Kansas City to death, but I grew up in Seattle where it's, like, mountains and trees and the ocean and stuff. And so when I moved this way, I was like, it's not it, man. <laughs> and so every time we go on a vacation, we, we try to go to the coast, like, one of the coasts, and every time I'm out there, I'm like, dude, I just want to go. See, I'm complete opposite, here. bro. When I lived in Miami, I was like, I got to go back to the Midwest. Yeah, bro. Miami though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to go back home, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. hot every day. Everybody's like, oh, I love being by the beach every day. Shoot, go to Miami. It is not what you think. It's 90 <laughs> degrees every day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's humid too. Yeah. It's That's not, it's not like a okay hot. It's a hot, hot. Humid. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Disney. Um, for those of you who don't know, my family, my parents, they took me in when I was like a freshman in high school, adopted me into their family. It's a really cool story. Talk more about it another time. But um, we went to Disney and it was my first time like really being out of the West Coast or the Midwest. I was born in Wichita, grew up in Seattle for a really long time, moved out to the uh, back to Wichita. They took us to Disney World in Florida and I was like, boy, it's hot. Everywhere I went, I just felt like I was covered in like muck and just like slime and <laughs> grease i just did not like i was like not florida but you know to each his own not yeah. not not talking about yeah. on florida we yeah. love you if you're from florida but you are tough and i don't know how you do it if you live in florida bro i can't i did it for a year and i just do I they couldn't imagine doing it again do they have in and out in florida no they don't have any of the good stuff in florida me and me and zach <laughs> were just talking about this before the podcast started i said before he went to la on his trip, I said that I think Culver's is better than In-N-Out. And he was like, dude, that's such a hot take. That's a horrible take. No, Yes. In-N-Out is hands down the best like fast food burger that you can get. It's good, dude. I'm not like knocking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. prefer, I think I prefer Culver's over it. Okay. That's fair. I respect <laughs> it. You're wrong, but I respect it. <laughs> I just like to feed on good things. Oh so what are we talking gosh. about today? We got church. So we got church today. Another good um, place to feed on good things. Oh. <laughs> preaching preaching speaking of preaching um at our church kingdom city shout out to anyone watching from King, uh, kingdom city we love you guys appreciate you guys so much um you know we, we're so thankful to have such great uh church friends and family to be surrounded with so yeah we appreciate you guys pastor kyle this past sunday brought a word mm, yeah a word so if you guys don't know this our uh sermons are actually excuse me, on YouTube. Yeah. So you guys can go to YouTube, look up Kingdom City Church. 
and uh, you'll see a, a pasty redhead guy, um, <laughs> pasty. <laughs> pasty redhead guy speaking about Jesus. And uh, trust me, he knows what he's talking about. So if you yeah. guys need some videos to watch, um, some sermons to watch, definitely check out Kingdom City. Yeah, very, very fortunate to have a pastor like them. Um, pastor Carl and Pastor Liz, man, just goals, honestly. Oh, yeah. You look at him and oh, you're yeah. just like, those are types of people that you want to model your life after. Mm-hmm. And again, we've talked about it before. If you don't want to model your life after somebody, you can't follow them. Oh, yeah. And when you see them putting their family first and going through all kinds of troubles, but carrying it with such grace and compassion and love, it's just really great to see. And I just like hope one day we can just, you know, model them who model Jesus and, right, you know, right. continue to grow the word. And that's kind of what we're trying to do here with the podcast. And we know that one of the biggest parts, man, we say this every episode, but one of the biggest parts is being in a church community, mm-hmm. man. It is so, so, so important. So yeah, you want to get us kicked off? Yeah. I think the first question kind of just at, like you basically just asked the first question, um, it, why church and what does the Bible say about it? Do you have to go to church? Mm. Basically, is the question that I feel like I come across so much that people ask, you know, people that are believers or may not be believers. They're like, man, you know, I don't really want to go to church. It's not really where I feel I can grow most with God. And um, plus, it doesn't say I have to go in the Bible. Okay, well, let's talk about it then. Yeah. What I would say is that's not the question that should be asked. The mm-hmm. question that should be asked is, do I have, instead of half or instead of asking, do I have to go to church? It's better to ask whether we can live our faith in isolation. Yeah. Can we maintain spiritual growth and can we maintain an active prayer life? Mm-hmm. Can you do that without going to church? That's a question you yourself have to ask. And ultimately people would like to argue that no, you don't have to go because of Ephesians two, eight for by grace, you have been saved through yeah. faith. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to go to church. I don't have to, serve other people. I don't have to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In that same breath, go read James 2, 14 through 16. Mm, mm, mm. And it tells you faith by itself, if it does not have works is dead. Mm -hmm. If you're not in a church serving, if you're not in a church surrounded by other believers, I truly don't think you're getting the most out of your relationship with God. Absolutely not. Yeah. And, um, that was so good. That was so well-spoken. Um, even if we want to take it down a path of like, you know, you, you, you ask the question, do I have to go to church? And I think the response is great. Um, Mm -hmm. no, you can't do life in isolation. You can't build your faith in isolation. Um, you need people, iron sharpens iron. We've talked about that in the last episode. Um, you need somebody who's ahead of the path on the same path as you or same kind of walking in step with you and someone behind to help grow the faith. Um, in the book of Acts, the definition of church, actually, we did a lot of research into this one because we know that the word of God is sacred. And when you start to, you know, speak about the word of God, um, you kind of have to hold yourself to a much higher standard. And that's kind of one thing that we're walking into with this yeah. podcast, too, is yeah. like being OK with that, speaking out, because, no, we don't know it all. No, we don't have it figured out. And, yeah, we're two young guys and all the stuff that, you know, whatever um, we do believe that. Uh, there comes a time in your life where you got to start speaking about it. And again, that's a a different topic, but anyway, the definition, yeah, Yeah. but yeah. Um, And going to church, you know, growing up in and out of church myself and being in and out of church or not being in and out of church, but being in church as an adult um, has really set the tone for my life. And I owe a lot to a lot of people in the, in the church world um, just for the peace and, you know, reaping of the fruits of the spirit, you know, yeah, we'll get more into that. But anyway, Acts 2, verse 42, um, the Apostle Paul is writing about the Acts of the Apostles, and it says, And they devoted themselves to the Apostles' teachings and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and prayers. So again, when you try to figure out like what the definition of a church is, right. it can be a little ambiguous because sometimes you see a mega church with a stadium packed out with a million people in it, and sometimes it's a house church where there's only 15 people. Um, but the heart of the whole message there is, is that are you seeking the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33, first of all? And second of all, are you doing the things that Jalen talked about? Mm-hmm. Serving, sacrificing, right. um, giving back, tithing, all those other kind of things, building the kingdom of God. It doesn't take a million people. Our church is, church is like relatively, I would say, average size, maybe smaller than average, but very mighty and very concentrated in you know the things that we believe in. Um, so like one thing I also want to kind of lay out there as we get 
going on this conversation is mm-hmm. just like the basics of like what a church should look like. And I don't mean yeah. to take away from your question. No, we're no, gonna, no. We're no, gonna for sure. definitely get back there. Yeah. Um, but some basics, and these are just some notes that we kind of compiled over the last like two, three weeks mm-hmm. talking about this. But number one and most important, Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Yahweh is our God. The Holy Spirit guides us. We believe in the reaching <clears throat> of the one, which means um, you know, if you have, if you have ever heard about the parable of the lost sheep, Jesus goes after the one, um, the 99 are taken care of. Um, the Bible is our single authority. Nobody is above or on the same level as Jesus. Uh, we have a purpose. That's a big one. Mm. The purpose that comes mm. that you find when you get into church, it's so much deeper than, you know, the pastor and the church staff and everyone being like, join a team serve and like you right. hear those things over right. and over again and it may not set with you but the heart of their message is man um god put adam and eve in the garden of eden said be fruitful multiply you have a job to do right that's there so from good. the jump um and that's what they're trying to preach too when they're on that stage and they're just like pouring their heart out is man there's work to be done you know you raise your hand okay now you start living in a higher standard and church is the place that you can go and do those things and we know that church is not just four walls it expands way past the walls but what is a better place to learn than with fellow believers people who walk the walk before you yeah um god is the provider and god is or god's will is our standard Mm. those are some things that you know, we truly believe are the basics for like what you should look for in a church. And we'll get more into yeah, that. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. so good. Um, and to continue on to that first question on, you know, whether you have to go to church or not. Yeah. I think ultimately, if your reasoning behind not going to church has anything to do with a selfish act, mm-hmm. you might want to start thinking more selflessly. Yeah. Because yeah. Because church is not a selfish area yeah. at all. At all, you are called to go to church so that you can serve other people around you, and that doesn't just mean in your church. For example, I'm on the welcome team at our church. Zach is on the uh, Lansing Correctional Team, <laughs> yeah, and so his is a lot more active than mine, a little bit. Yeah. But um, with that being said, we're serving outside of the church. Also, we're not just staying inside the walls and saying, you know, I'm comfortable here in my church and helping the people around me. Instead, we're reaching out to other communities, reaching out to other people to try and help serve our community, serve our people better. Yeah. And I think that's a place where, you know, church is a place where you can do that. You know, you don't have the willpower by yourself to sit in your room and sit in your apartment and say, all right, I'm going to go help serve my community. Mm-hmm. Sure. You can probably get a couple things done, but ultimately being with a group of people is going to help you be able to serve even better, especially being around other believers. Yeah. And a big one too is, uh, the growing your dependency on God. Mm. One thing I, I get emotional about and I don't want to lose. And I, myself, I'm working through right now to be completely honest with you guys, um, is humility, like true humility, not the kind of humility that's like, Oh, I, I'm worse than everybody else. That that was like my right. immature humility. Yeah. And now I, I truly feel like God is stirring something in my heart just from people speaking into my life and revealing the word to me. Um, and to us, honestly, I mean, Jalen and I have talked about this, but this idea of our dependency on God. Um, and I don't want to like seclude anybody or, or make anyone feel bad for not going to church, but I do want to push the heart of um, pride comes before a fall. Mm. right Mm. and when you're outside of the church walls you're not in a community of believers and you're surrounding yourself with people who aren't believers in the first place then what happens is we find ourselves in a pit pretty quickly Mm -hmm. um and in our world we think that we don't have to go to church because xyz because there's a couple scripture that can back it up i can watch it on tv I can make it convenient. I can listen to a podcast. I can listen to Zach and Jalen and I'm good for the week. Right. No, man, this podcast is not enough. We're so grateful that you're here. And also just want to like pat yourself on the back for looking for something that can help, you know, grow your, your understanding and your faith and kind of bring things down to a level right. that yeah. you like, you know, we're not theologians, but we just try our best to like mm-hmm. convey the love of Christ. Um, but anyway, I'm going off on a rant, but, um, uh, without, church we can easily get caught up in what the world has to offer Mm -hmm. um and we're missing out on god's best for our life yeah and i lost my thought but oh yeah the dependency the pride yeah yeah. pride goes before a fall if you don't think that you need god if you don't think you need to go to church then man like please hear me repent of that turn from that something i'm working on myself but understand like 
as Christians, we're sinners, man. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We we say it all the time. I don't deserve this life I have, and we comes from emotion and sometimes kind of like a little bit of fluff, trying to sound good for somebody or sound good for yourself or sound good but for we God. We truly don't. But like, dude, we don't. We don't under. We don't understand how bad our sin yeah, is because yeah. our world has clouded it so much. But what we do know is that like you get to the root of that and you're like, man, I'm so broken. And it's not like a woe is me. It's like a, I need help. Yeah. And I need somewhere to turn. Yeah. And when you start going to church, you start to feel something stirring in your life. And you, when you become someone who attends church regularly, like Jalen or myself, um, you start to bring people and you start to see people's lives change. And there's nothing more fulfilling than finding At someone all. that came to God only because you, you, all you have to do is say something like we just invite people and God does the rest. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can't take credit for anybody who's ever raised their hand at church because we invited them, yeah. but God put them there and said, that's your job, dude. Yeah. Like you're supposed, that's the bare minimum of what you're supposed purpose, to do. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, I was speaking to, uh, one of my buddies who I'm trying to get to go to church with me. And I was also talking to another person on our serve team. And my friend who was supposed to come to church didn't end up coming. No big deal. Um, I, I, that's another thing that I want to talk about, too, is don't feel like you necessarily are like, oh, if I don't go to church, somebody's going to judge me. No, like, no, no, no. We're human. Just like he was talking about, we're sinners. Things are going to happen. Stuff's going to come up. If you can't make it to church, okay, find a time to watch the service back or yeah. get with other believers at a different time in the week. Bible study. Yeah, there's other stuff you can do, but... Also be in church. Yeah. Uh, that's actually really good. Yeah. No, I'll put a pin in it. Okay. Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was telling her, uh, the girl that I was serving with in church, I was like, man, I was supposed to have a friend who was supposed to come today and uh, he didn't end up showing up. And I was like, I wish people just understood. I wish people understood that social anxiety that you get before you go to church and you're like, ah, you know. My friend who goes to church invited me to church, and I don't know if I should go. I'm a little bit nervous. I don't want to have to sing. I don't want to have to stand in front of people. Christians and, are weird. Yeah, Christians <laughs> are weird. Everything that you can think of about a church. Don't think that nobody else has those same feelings, first of all, because Dude. everybody else does. But if you could understand how it truly feels to be backed by other believers and mm. be surrounded by children of God who are pushing towards the same goal that you are to bring heaven to earth, that feeling is unmatched. I literally just got chills just talking about it right there. When you are in those walls of a good church like that have the principles that you were talking about, when you are in those walls, there's something about it that makes you literally not want to leave. Yeah. Oh. Zach mentioned that earlier too before the podcast. We were talking and we were <laughs> like, dude, it'd feel weird to just leave church right after the service. Like, yeah. that's not normal. We stick around, we serve if we can, we talk about just life in general, and it's truly a loving, caring environment. And I just wish people who don't go to church or are waiting to go to church would understand that feeling. If you are one of those people, just go. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. No, that's perfect. And also, maybe, maybe you know, you are someone you talked about, you hit on people who have social anxiety or are mm -hmm. nervous or self-conscious or whatever the case may be. Um, one good thing that you said was like attend church online. And when you do pay attention to the message and check out the website, go to their social media page, whatever it is, but find a way to get connected into a smaller body. Maybe it's a group. Maybe it's our church has recreation groups. Our church has Bible study groups. Right. We have all kinds of groups. We have serve opportunities. So now you're going from okay, there's 500 people in the room or in our church's case, I don't know, like 200 or 100, whatever it is. I don't know. There's actually a good amount of people in that room. In yeah, now, sometimes yeah. I turn around, I'm like, dang. <laughs> we're we sit up, yeah, we sit up front and we turn around like... Whoa, yeah. Because we're <laughs> like... Where they come from? Yeah, yeah. And you don't even know because you're just like there yeah. being present as best you can. Yeah. But, but yeah, try to join something smaller just to like dip your toe in the water and find out the people are about. Right. There's two guys in my men's group right now that uh, are doing that same exact thing. And I had never really thought about it. And I was like, yeah, that's a good way to like go and, and see what the body of the church is like. Mm. Um, that's good. Yeah. I've never thought about that either. Yeah. Cause I was, I was one of those people where I was like, all right, I drove. So I drove by our church um, when I first moved to Kansas city and I wasn't going to church at the time I was newly saved and I seen it and I was like, why did God just make me look at that church? Like, I feel like I distinctively was forced <laughs> to look at that church. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, oh, maybe he's, you know, calling me to go to church. And then mm -hmm. I just was like, all right, I'm all in. And I just went to church. Yeah. Some people aren't like that. And I think that's a really good point. You know, join a connect group, join a Bible study group, anything that may be smaller that might help you take a step forward into um, getting into a church. Yeah. Because they're there for a reason. And 
our church is really great. We've obviously mm-hmm. ranted and raved about it, but one thing I really love is that we have some groups that are healthy. Um, I'm not a part of all the groups, but all the groups I've been a part of so far, for the most part, have been like super healthy groups. And it's a way to connect with um, people who are similar to you in some type of way. We were in a young adults group. That's actually where Jalen and I met. Um, and then, you know, men's group now and and uh, couples groups and relationships and all that other kind of stuff. It's a place where you can find people who are similar to you and just kind of like learn together and bounce things off together. And there's, dude, I mean, I, honestly, there's this episode is not enough to talk about how like the benefits of church alone. Of, of church, yeah. So I guess we'll just stay as high level as we can mm-hmm. because as we look at these notes, I mean, it's I got, just. I have so many, dude. Yeah. This will be like a multi-part episode yeah, for sure. Because yeah. this one's big. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that might be big about this um, message about church alone is mm-hmm. hearing about your guys' churches. Uh, I think it's important to take in everybody else's opinions on their church and, you know, what they do to help their church grow. Yeah. Um, you know, as servers, servants at our church, um, I think it's important to see how other churches work, important to mm-hmm. see how they're reaching um, communities. And I think that might be really helpful for us as well. Yeah, definitely. It's it's really cool to see how you feel like some churches are called to certain things at certain yeah, times. Yeah. Um, our church reaches, our church has a big emphasis on prison ministry, mm-hmm. reaching the hurting. So like, uh, you know, uh, namely uh, moms who are struggling, single moms, yep. families who lack food um, and giving opportunities to people who are the one basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think those are beautiful and some churches are really involved in homeless ministry. Some churches are really involved in, I've heard skate park ministry. One of the teachers of the word, Tim Mackey, who I really look up to, that was like one, how he almost got started is like going to a skate That's park crazy. church. Yeah. <laughs> so he God looks like he could be a skate. I know. Skater, right. Dude. Yeah. The first yeah. time I ever saw him, he had a beanie on and I was like, who's this guy? Yeah. And now he's just like, uh, someone I really respect and, you know, look up to as far as like biblical knowledge, like that guy has been a huge blessing. Um, but yeah, so basically there's, there's so many different ways that you can serve as a church and uh, different churches are called to different things. So we would love, especially like in the comments or right. DM us or whatever, yeah. let us know like some cool ways that your church serves and, and gives back. Cause maybe this message isn't necessarily um, reaching someone yet who is active in church and, right, and there, yeah. we still want feedback and see mm-hmm. and just like have conversation. Or if you, community. you know, or if you have any questions about church in general, mm-hmm. you know, where should I go to find a good church? Ooh, we'll so get there. On, so forth. Yeah. Yeah. The, any questions you guys have, any concerns you have, anything that you want to bring to the table about uh, church, definitely um, let us know, you know, in the comments or direct messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a verse that I kind of wanted to share about church, uh, just because we were talking about, you know, how great our church is and whatnot. Um, Psalm 122, one, and it says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Mm. And what I took out of this for my notes is be joyful to spend time in God's presence. Yeah. It's a blessing to spend time in God's presence. It's a blessing enough just to wake up every day. Right. Imagine getting to take that time that God has given you to spend in his presence. Yeah. That's so, so critical and so important to know that in the house of God, we get to experience praise, we get to experience worship, yeah, and we get to experience prayer. The three things that require a Christian to have a relationship with God. Yeah. Glorify him, pray with him, mm-hmm. and ultimately give him the praise and the glory he deserves. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. And it might sound corny. It might sound fake because you guys don't like, you probably know Jalen a lot better than you know me, but I genuinely like look forward to church every week. Dude, there's some people at our church and this might sound like we're just talking about our church over and over, but this, we, we're here to talk about our experiences. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been a part of three, four churches in my life. Um, other than when I was like a little tiny kid and don't really remember like anything, but, um, (laughs) me too. Yeah. (laughs) But like our church is so cool because you walk in and they have, put the put, put people in the right place to serve and help people feel welcome. Like when you walk in, you're going to see Jalen and I think her name's Shantae at the door. Yeah. 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 yeah Shantae, yeah. wonderful woman. You get a little bit deeper. You're going to see Gina and you're going to see Lainey. You're going to see Sarah. You're going to see all these smiling faces who are just like excited to see you. And it's not a selfish thing. It's like you get to walk in and see all these people who are full of joy, who have been waiting for this their whole week because man, 
and the deeper into the word and, and, you know, the closer the relationship with God that you start to mature in, right, mature right. into, you start to go like deeper into yeah. the world. Yeah. And we're not going to sit here and talk about the things that we do. Cause that's like completely against what we stand yeah. for. But what we will say is that sometimes we go to places that are grimy, man, mm. and you get covered in that grime and it just like weighs you down maybe. And it's kind of a lot, but church is the place where you go and soak in the blood of Jesus. And I don't know where this comes from. I just thought about it when I was talking to Jalen in the, mm-hmm. in the, in his kitchen there, but it, you're like a plate, you get a, or like a bowl maybe where, or a cup. I don't know. But anyway, you're a cup and, and dish. <laughs> yeah, you're a dish and you know, you go to church and you get filled up and you can go and pour it out throughout the rest of the world. Um, and obviously being in the word and praying and all that fills up your cup. Right. But then on top of that, when you go through the world, you get some grime on you, you know, mm-hmm. and church is the place where not only you get filled up, but where you get cleansed and you can like go back to your well, the thing that gives you strength, the thing that you draw energy from. Um, we draw, my wife and I, we draw our energy from church and from our Sabbath and from prayer with God, so good. being in the word. And when you don't have that in your life, you can find yourself tired and drained and just like unmotivated, honestly. Yeah. But yeah again, seeing testimonies and seeing people that are life, like world changers, living God's will all in the confinement of like four walls is so cool. It's so encouraging. And you just kind of like reach a new level of like ability. Yeah. You can do more, yeah. you know, like and you've I, got superpowers. Yeah. No, literally. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's so awesome too, how God just automatically uses us. Mm-hmm. For example, like Zach said, um, again, we're talking about our church, but um, like he said, I serve on welcome. Like, who would have thought like I would serve on welcome team at my church? Like, yeah. <laughs> why? I don't know, mm-hmm. but God's using me there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have a purpose obviously, which is to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth, but deeper, deeper down God's will on your life can be done if you allow him to work through you. Mm-hmm. And I think if you find a church that you're comfortable in, find a church that you enjoy, he's going to put you and plant you even deeper into that church so that he can use you in ways you would have never thought. Yeah, Absolutely. You start to find yourself in places that, like you said, you never thought you would mm-hmm. be. And like you get more tired, but you get more rested because you're right. living a fuller life. That's so good. It's not just waking up. My life before I was committed to church was wake up, work out twice a day, mm-hmm. spend all my time at the gym. Okay, my body's good, but where's my soul? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I'm struggling with things, but on the outside, I look good. But on the inside, I'm broken. Like, let's be real. My house is a life of cards. It looks like things are going really well, but it's not. And I had some people who were like, hey, man, like, you should come to church. Um, invited me, one of my close friends, Charlotte, and one of the best friends I've ever had. Um, she keeps inviting me to church, inviting me to church. And finally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. And it just so happens to be the day. Like, I hadn't heard from her in a week or two. And it just I go, and it just so happened to be the day that she gets baptized. Mm-hmm. And it moved me because it made me realize, like, okay, I know Charlotte's not perfect, but look at her like see God, look at her go after. And she like put together this group of friends and mo- most of them are still some of my closest friends. Um, and she was kind of like that seedling for so many of us to like come alive to Jesus. Mm. And she's not a minister. She's not a pastor. She works at her church in St. Louis. Um, and like I said, she's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Shara, don't get your, don't get a big head if you see this. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is that she helped a lot of us come alive to Jesus. And he took, th- Jesus took that seed and grew into you know, small plants. I'm a small plant right now and hope one day to be a tree that can cover a family and all yeah, kinds of stuff. But, yeah. you know, the heart of that whole thing is um, don't let don't let outward appearance overshadow what's going on inside your soul. Church yeah. is the place that you can get a strong soul. You For know what sure. I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. Um, and talking about, you know, outside and body parts, I think 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 13 is yeah. so good. Dude. Goes in hand says, in hand with what you were just talking about yeah. with everyone has a different role. Yep, yeah. Yep. It says one body with many parts. It says the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. Mm. So it is with the body of Christ. And I think that is so pivotal to understand. And I literally, you took what I am about to say off my notes right off my Sorry, notes. Sorry, dog. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> yeah. You're good. You said, uh, I'll, I'll read it. It says different body parts, different parts of the church, different ways to serve. Mm-hmm. Also, your relationship with Jesus is number one, hence him being the head of the church. Exactly. But um, the body is where we get to go to work. And I yeah. think that paints such a beautiful picture to realize that Jesus is the head of the church. He is everything that matters about that church. We as people have the calling and the opportunity to be the body part of 
Jesus and that serving amongst each other and being the, um, the hands light, and feet, the hands and feet. Right? Yeah, exactly. You had to go, kind of go back to the Genesis story I talked about earlier. Um, God creates everything. He creates mm-hmm. man, says it's not good for man to be alone. So he creates woman. Boom, right there. We shouldn't be alone. Um, that debunks anything about I don't need anybody. I used to be that person. I don't need anybody in my life. I don't life. need nobody. Yeah. I got me. You know, mm-hmm. who else I, need? I got me and God. And God's like, <laughs> you better see, you better keep reading your Bible, buddy. <laughs> Get past Genesis 1. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you start to go to church. You find your spot. Sometimes you jump around. I've been on a, a handful of different teams, mm-hmm. mainly welcome. And now I've been in, in the prison ministry life. And it is so beautiful. Um, that's a different topic. I'm not even going to open that book, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, the hands and feet of God, Genesis story, God drops Adam and Eve on the earth, says, be fruitful, multiply. You got a job to do. Go be the hands and feet of my Mm -hmm. will. So again, pastor Kyle talked about in the past. I've heard other pastors talk about it. I'm talking really fast. I'm going to slow down, but a lot of (laughs) pastors have talked about this. A lot of theologians have talked about this as Christians. We have a job to do jobs not done when you raise your hand. We are called to be the hands and feet of God. And with that, like Jalen said, Christ is the head. Mm-hmm. So with Christ being the head, he's the brain. He's the source mm-hmm. of truth. Yeah. He is the thing that fuels every step that we take in our life. Not some of them, not most of them, not 99% every of them, every, every step. Mm-hmm. And no, we're not there yet because we're human and we're working on it. Um, we're flawed men, but we're seeking him. And that's like something that we can gain comfort in. But again, all that to say is your source of truth has to come from somewhere. And if it's not coming from Jesus, it's not good enough. Mm. It's that simple. So good. So you're not living a full life, you know, and some people might think that's a little bit aggressive or a little bit, um, what's the word biased or whatever that, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to say, um, extreme, but man, if, if you're a believer or not, and you read about Jesus, it's really hard to deny the greatness of the man, Jesus, Yeah. whether you believe him or not, it's really hard to deny the greatness of the man, Jesus. We can all get behind the principles that he taught, um, the practical principles that he taught, but us as believers, we go deeper and so to the spiritual side of things, you know? Yeah. But, um, I have here, I can't find the verse on, in my notes, but it's first Corinthians 16, one through two. Um, I'll have to pull it up in a second, but, um, this might be a little uncomfortable for some people tithing. Ooh, yeah. That's a big one. Tithing. Let's talk about it. Not every church is out to get your money. <laughs> I am going to say that. And I'm going to say that confidently. I can say that because after deciding to tithe to my church for the past two or three years, mm-hmm. however long I've been going, I have physically seen with my own eyes how my contribution has contributed to what we have done through our church. Yeah. And it's actually a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. And let me also say this. Yes, you're supposed to give 10% or you know what the Bible says, but there is a process yeah, to yeah, yeah. this in my opinion. Some people I think, you know, are capable and willing to jump right in and say, you know what, I'm I'm all in with tithing. I'm going to give my 10% and I'm going to make sure that my money is being contributed to the kingdom of God. Perfect. That's what it should look like. But there comes a time when you're in church and they, you know, your time of giving giving is going to come around and you're going to get really uncomfortable if you're new to church and if you're not new to church, you know, it, and you're still uncomfortable, this is for you. But understand that if you're in a good church, there's a reason behind your tithing, and it's to help grow the community and grow the kingdom of heaven. For example, I was not giving anywhere near 10% when I first started going to church. Mm-hmm. And this isn't to boast about myself or, you know, say that, you know, now I'm giving 10% or whatever, but it's the fact that I was uncomfortable doing that at first, but once you see what your church is truly like and see what God is trying to work through your life, and at the end of the day, too, it's not your money. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your money. Dude, that's a whole the that's, thing. That's, is a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. It's a it's not yours. Yeah. Anything that you own in your life is not yours. It's all you're not gonna you're not gonna take it to heaven with you. <laughs> yeah. Give it up. <laughs> yeah. Give it up. And of course, you know, be comfortable with what you can, you know, give, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's not your money. That's so true. Um we talked about it a second ago too, the dependency on God. Mm-hmm. If you aren't there yet. God wants you to give with a joyful heart. Let's start right, there. Yeah. In the in the old covenant, it was more 
you know, yeah. uh, systematic. Right. There were things you had right. to do to achieve a relationship with God. Thank, thank God and thank Jesus for the Holy or and the Holy Spirit for Jesus coming and dying on the cross to pay for our sin. Thank you, God, for giving us a way to just be with you, mm-hmm. sending us a representative that gets us, that understands us. Not that God didn't, but more so like just a model basically in, in, in Jesus Christ. But shedding that dependency on money, money is the root of all kinds of evil. It gets twisted. Everyone's like, oh, money is the root of all evil. Not all evil. That's not true. Types of evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, money is the root of all kinds of evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and myself too, shedding that dependency on money, you start to realize like, first of all, like you said, I'm a steward of everything God has given me. And second of all, when you get to, dude, one time I was running to the gym. So I live like downtown Kansas City. So I just like run to the gym when mm-hmm. it's not freezing cold outside. It's actually beautiful today. Yeah. You went golfing. Yeah, I did. Jealous. <laughs> I was working. I should be working right now. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a bum. I just sit at home all day. So if I get an opportunity to golf, I'm a golf. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> um, but one time I was running to the gym and I'm just like jogging. I look over. And I see this guy holding this big black bag and I'm like, oh, didn't think anything of it. I get a little bit closer and it says House of Hope on it, which is our church's like outreach for Mm -hmm. like food. It's like our food pantry. And they fed millions of people, like an absurd amount of of people of mouths have been fed, especially during COVID from our church. And like I said, we're not a huge church by any stretch of the imagination, but it just shows like it seems like you give God a dollar and he feeds a thousand like the fish and like. Yeah. Uh, it's too much. It goes, it goes so much <laughs> It gets deeper. so deep, yeah. Um, but you share that dependency, and then you practically, like in the physical world, get to see how a homeless person or someone who's without, about to get on a bus and go about their life, has a bag of food because of like what we could, got to contribute a small amount to. It's so amazing. And then you get to go to Lansing and see the equipment that these guys have, mm. the material that they're given, the opportunity to, to worship God that they're given not because of what we did, but because of what Jesus did. Mm. And then he showed us what to do. And now we get to go and do it. And we get to see the glory of God yeah. like grow. Um, but yeah, and I get it. We've all heard of those pastors. And we're not here to call any names or spread any kind of division in the church. That's not what we're about. We uplift every everyone who's preaching the word. But I will say that there are certain people out there who are not the best stewards of God's money. Mm-hmm. I'm not myself. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest for a yeah. second. Um, I'm not I'm not perfect newsflash <laughs> like breaking news that's not perfect but yeah. what i will say is is like being able to shut off that dependency on money has been truly life-changing chasing after money trying to have the cars the girls the shoes the money all that stuff you reach that point you get it and you're like ah, it's not even worth it not worth it's not it. even good and so let's just save you some time yeah it's not worth it yeah stop and, chasing paper dog. Get, yeah for real yeah stop chasing paper for real because you get to a point where ultimately you start I don't even care. If I'm making a difference, I'm making a difference. Exactly, yeah. If you that that's kind of what I was going to say is if you have the opportunity to make a difference, make a difference. Yeah. There's no reason for you to hold on to what's not yours mm-hmm. at all. Give a dollar. Yeah. Start small. Yeah. Watch God multiply that seed. There's one thing we know is that God multiplies. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what I was about to say too. I'm it's sorry. So cra- no, you're good. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. We're right on the same track. But I didn't even know that story about you walking or going to the gym, seeing the bag of House of Hope. Yeah. And it's almost like the same thing of when you first begin tithing and you're like, all right, I'll give a dollar. Like we just said, give a dollar. Who cares? Mm-hmm. A dollar, you know, if you're doing it in the right way, you're doing it gracefully for God to take control of that situation. It's almost, it, it's almost a beautiful comparison to see, you know, all right, I'm giving a dollar and you think, Jeez, what's gonna? You're scratching your head like, yeah. what's, what's gonna happen with that? Look at what Jesus did with a couple loaves of bread. Said, you know what? I'm gonna feed thousands. Yeah, it's the same thing. And then I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Just again, Just in case too. you thought it was a fluke, I'm yeah. gonna do it again. Yeah, Jesus was that dude. It's the same mm. thing. Giving your possessions to God, watch Him multiply it, and don't. Also, I'll say this too: don't give expecting for multiplication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give expecting, okay? Now, you can give expecting for God to work. Multiplication in the kingdom of yeah, God, not multiplication the multiplication in the kingdom of, of God. Don't yeah. give expecting him to give you a, a couple hundred dollars back. Yeah. Not how it works. Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and last thing, tithing is... I'm so glad you brought this up. Mm-hmm. We should do a, an episode on tithing. Yeah. Again, we're not experts, but we'll, we will say this. We have humble hearts. We're seeking God as best that we can. And we've had a lot of really great people pour into us mm-hmm. and we can't just keep it. That's yeah, at all. not what we're called to do. And, um, and again, too, um, we're growing. 
Like yeah. me and me and Zach are like we've talked about this so much since we started this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We talk about this stuff all the time anyway, but like now that we've started the podcast, we've talked about it so much more. But Zach and our, our Zach and I are growing, and we say that humbly because we have talked to each other almost every day on ways that we can become better followers of Christ. And yeah. I think it's something that you know we've talked about in the past couple of episodes about relationships and community. I think it's so important to have somebody that you can have pour into your life and you can pour into theirs as long as you're basing your beliefs and basing your life off of Jesus. And where's a better place to find that person than at church? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so good. Uh, yeah. So good. Yeah. You just, were talking about tithing. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's just, we'll get back to this. Um, yeah. This is a huge one. Yeah. It's one of the things that Jesus talks about the most. I mean, you've got the parable of, or not even the parable, but the, the narrative of uh, the rich young ruler, um, mm-hmm. the little boy handed, give, giving out the two fish, mm-hmm. um, the parable of the scattering of seeds, all the stuff, like so much that we could di- di- dive deeper into. Um, but I want to say something to our believers who have been believers for a long time. Um, some, a revelation that recently came to me in my prayer closet was the other 90%. Um, we're called to give 10 as faithful believers but understanding 100% of our money truly belongs to God. 10% goes back to the local church to help build, grow the kingdom, but 100% of your money goes to God. And I buy frivolous things. Mm-hmm. I have a PlayStation. Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> I'm not a perfect man. Right. Um, I don't think that buying a PlayStation means that you've got a one-way ticket to hell. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, whatever you have and whatever you have been given or gotten yourself, whatever, God can turn that thing for good. Um, I've said it before. It sounds weird, but like I have used my PlayStation to like minister to my little brother and even people at church. Mm-hmm. I've thought of, I forgot about it, but like people from our church have come over and we played video games and just like talked about God and like more, you know, newer to the faith, like getting their feet wet, but using something that small um, to again, grow the kingdom of God right. in another person's life. So don't omit God from the other 90%. He deserves a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's good. That's good. Um, so have we talked about why should I go to church? Like, why is it Not important? necessarily. I mean, a little bit. Kind of. Kind of. Adjacent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, We've answered, you know, it's not a yes or no. It's a, you know, like, I need to go to church because of this. Yeah. But, and try to provide, like, practical steps for... Yeah, yeah. If you have anxiety. Our neighbor girl, she... uh She's going through some things right now, but I know God is going to make do on his promise because that's just what he does. Um, Seen it before. See it again. I'm excited, you know, praying hard. Uh, But anyway, you know, people have anxiety and you want to give them an opportunity to like still foster a relationship in a church. So hopefully that helps help helped out you guys. But um, I also think a big part of church is a place where disciples are made. Um, the Great Commission, go and make disciples of all nations, not some nations, not most nations, not the nations that are convenient to you, but all nations is what Jesus spoke on the cross, um, or not on the cross, but actually, that's something I should figure out. Was that was that on the cross or before the cross? I think it was before the cross. Before. Yeah, before the cross, Last Supper type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I need some sleep. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so go make disciples of all nations. Um, going to church has been a huge help in my life because my wife and I, we were on a path that was good, but not great, not fully in line with God's best for our lives. And a guy came into my life named Paul. I've talked about him before, but he began to disciple me. And it was really like the first time in a long time that I had been discipled by a faithful follower of Jesus and someone who like is in the word, like studying. And like, he's a, like a, a theological thinker. He's, he's looking for the heavier, the deeper stuff. Um, and, a disciple is somebody who, you know, obviously is uh, seeking the will of God in their life, right? So by going to church, I found people and a person who was willing to disciple me and bring out God's best or more of God's best in me. And from that, I've reaped all kinds of blessings, mm-hmm. namely in my marriage, namely in my relationship with Christ, and namely in my maturity. And I feel another stirring in my heart of God being like, okay, you've raised your standards you you and Jalen want to talk about me? Okay, time to raise your standards mm-hmm. and like let's get to work then. If that's yeah. what you want to be about, um, then like let's get let's get going mm-hmm. because we chose chose to be disciples. And all that leads back to going into church, seeking God's best, finding someone that's ahead of you to help grow you. That's yeah. what a disciple yeah. is. Yeah, and I think it's so crazy too. I've been I've talked to Zach about this a bunch. Um, 
mainly last year, I talked to Zach about this, but I was like, man, I just can't figure out what's next for me. Yeah. Like I was, I was taking voice lessons. I was still doing all my dance stuff. I was trying to do um, sports, social media stuff. Like I just, I didn't know what to do yeah. with like my career. And you know, if you're in that position, I think it's a great time for you to take a step back and be like, all right, God, what do you want to do in my life? Yeah. Um, I did that when I first uh, decided that I needed to move to Kansas City. I was like, all right, God, whatever you want to do with my life, do it. And I was also earlier this year, uh, I really wanted to hear God's voice. That was something that I really wanted to work on this year was hearing God's voice. And we were in um, a prayer event that we had at church and I was like, God, listen, I know that I struggle hearing your voice, but I just want to hear from you right now. And I just was sitting in silence until I heard something. And a verse came to my head and I hadn't heard the verse in forever. Hmm. And it was be still and know that I am God. And so this whole year so far, I've been like, man, I'm not being productive. I'm not doing anything. I'm not. And then ultimately the podcast idea came to mind. I was like, all right, like I can, I feel like I can work with that. Yeah. And since we've started this, I feel like that's all I've been able to really focus and hone in on. And I'm so glad that God has used this as an opportunity to um, push what we're believing as believers yeah. on a platform where um, hopefully we can reach a good amount of people. Yeah. And uh, I think that's just such a beautiful thing to see God really working and allowing him to work through our lives so that we can help reach a greater audience. Oh yeah. And you know, you are all given a platform. Mm -hmm. I have like 20 followers, half of them are family. Probably <laughs> Jalen's got 20 million or however many he's got. And, um, don't think that your influence is any smaller because you have maybe less people so in your good. circle because God created every single one of us in his image. So good. There's, uh, something I'm trying to still like learn about mm -hmm. is like the whole idea of salvation and all that kind of stuff. Like, like, is it freely given? And I, I believe the answer is yes, but yeah. there's like yeah. a deep rabbit hole that I've got found mm -hmm. myself into. Um, but basically, you know, whatever platform you have, whatever job you have, you know, serve, whatever you have in your life, especially to the faithful believers, man, don't keep God out of that thing mm. because he wants to use those things. And if it's a bad thing right now, he wants to turn it for good. Yeah. That's what he does. God's plan is for there to be no evil in the world. I mean, when you go to the Old Testament, you see that very, like, very clearly. When the second evil even gets close to God, it's like, um, boom, gone, yeah, dead. Gone. And people are like, that's harsh. God's harsh. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. God's like, God has high standards. He's so think, loving, too. He's loving. He's more loving than anything. Yes. Go, you know, go look at Exodus 34. Um, we get to see the character of if God. If you ever feel like you're being disciplined by God, just know that he's doing it out of love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, that was kind of hard for me to understand because, mm -hmm. like, for the first 16 years of my life, I had no father figure. You know what I'm saying? I had a good mom who was like doing her best and I love her to death. Um, but like father figure wise, I didn't have that. And like, it was hard for me to come to terms with that whole punishment and, you know, the guidance and stuff. But then enter my dad, the family that adopted me and it like brought that to life. Yeah, so yeah. if you are someone who, you know, are listening to this podcast, you don't have a, a dad, a father figure in your life, or you don't have like a strong parental presence in your life and you're wary about going to church, dude, I found father figures at church, people who helped me grow into a man. For like, sure. and I'm, and I'm only, we're only 25, 25. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 25 and 25. Uh, I've said that like, I didn't know. I knew. <laughs> um, yeah. And we're growing and we've got some guys in our life who are ahead of us that we can turn to. And you always want more, but also remember like the one that God put in front of you is enough. Like yeah. seek more, obviously seek good counsel when you make big decisions and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but yeah, that whole tangent was basically on the idea of like, if you don't have that person, Dude, yeah. church can be the place that you find someone that can guide you into a, a, a new level of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of the dis of discipleship, uh, it made me think of this verse. Uh, I brought it up. It's John 13, 35. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Mm. What did I talk about last episode? When you become a Christian, when you decide to devote your life to Christ, I told you, I think, I think the number one thing that you feel ultimately is more love. You receive that from God, but you also feel like you give it to other people. Being in church, I don't think there's like a negative thought that goes through my mind. Yeah. Like once. No. In church, I truly don't think a negative thought goes through my oh, mind. Oh, I just I, caught what you're saying. And I think it's because I'm so deeply in the presence of God yeah. that like negative thoughts don't even come to mind. Yeah. 
yeah. like at all. And it, to keep going on this tangent about church worshiping and guys, like I, I love music. Okay. I love music a lot, like a lot, a lot. And <laughs> okay, we get I, it. I, I okay. think I, yeah, no, I think I can sing. I can't sing that well, but I'll tell you what, I will sing my lungs out in mm. church. There's something about giving God glory and praise and worship yeah. in that moment of worship that I would I would do it hours on end if I could. And I say that to say, if you think like the music part or the singing part of church scares you, just go and just listen. Yeah. Maybe just listen the first couple of times. Read the lyrics. Yeah, read the lyrics. Maybe learn a couple songs. Maybe download them on Apple or Spotify, whatever you use. Mm-hmm. Probably Apple because it's better. Yeah. But <laughs> but uh, go in, just hear the music and hear the lyrics too. I feel like a lot of people might struggle with that. Yeah. They're listening for a beat drop. They're listening for, you know, a catchy phrase or a catchy To beat. put on Instagram. Yeah, to put on Instagram. Right. That's not what worship is about. Yeah. Worship is about worshiping. Yeah. It's about giving God glory. It's about giving God the praise that he deserves mm-hmm. because your life would be nothing without him. Yeah. And so in that moment, I think that's why I love worship so much is because it's so beautiful to see. I Oh my gosh, I'm getting chills. Dude. It's so beautiful this to is see another one. and hear <laughs> a crowd of people just seeing their hearts out oh, for, man. for Jesus, man. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Oftentimes when we're, when we're praising at church, I will, I'm that guy that cries. Oh, I don't yeah. care, whatever. Judge me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm the guy that cries. And it's because you want things so bad and you're contending for God to do things so bad in your life. Mm-hmm. And you just get that one moment where you're just like, God, pour into me. Mm-hmm. Use this moment to pour into me. And then you just get to hear his people praise him as if he was standing on the stage himself. And it's just, I mean, it even makes me emotional just thinking about it right now. Like what he did for us. It's everything. Truly man. crying out for him. Yeah. And it's it, it's so beautiful. It really is. That's, you know, ultimately what we're talking about here at church. Dude, it's so we, good. Why we encourage people to yeah. go. But like, man, it, it's just that feeling of being with other believers and truly crying out to Jesus, whether you're worshiping or praying. Yeah. Um, and you you also see some people who might have their hands folded or the, and you don't you don't know what's going on in their life. So we're right. not here to judge. Yeah. But I do want to encourage you, like, dude, get into it. Put your hands up. Like, try one hand, real small, like this, right. like you you know. Um, and then you know your arms get wider and you start to like feel that openness and that like surrender to God. Mm-hmm. Almost again, like I said, it's like you're in front of Him and you're just like singing to Him mm-hmm. the praise of His name. Like, God, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Um. And sometimes you see someone who's like really into it and you just think it's a show. Maybe it is. There are people that do that, you know, like definitely not like talking bad about anybody, but you see some people on Instagram. I follow this Instagram account called like church chads or something like that. And they just like, (laughs) (laughs) they just make like funny videos about guys who are like, Oh, you don't repent. It's so funny, dude. I was on there for like an hour the other day, just laughing. Um, But like, again, there's some guys that are like that, whatever they're growing, bear with them, love Mm -hmm. them and all that kind of stuff. But Sometimes you see someone worshiping so hard and just broken down because they've been forgiven of a lot of sin, like a lot, a lot, all of us have ran up the tab and no one's better than the next, but they understand how, like, at least at a, maybe a higher level, the magnitude of the sin that they've been forgiven for. Dude, you go to Lansing, some of these guys are never going to leave that room. For those of you who don't know, Lansing is a prison in like Kansas, close to, uh, I don't even know away from us. It's like 40 minutes away. Yeah. (laughs) But we go out there every Sunday as a church and it's one of the coolest things that, um, God's been able to just like use our church for. And when you see these guys cry out to God, there's something that stirs your heart and you're just like, man, it's beautiful. So it truly is. Yeah. We have so much to talk about on this one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was going to go somewhere off of what you were just saying. What were you talking about before Lansing? Um, the reason people worship is because they have massive oh, faith. Oh, yes. Uh, because they've been forgiven a lot. Um, was it that? Yes. Two things. One, sometimes it takes hitting rock bottom. We were talking <sighs> about this earlier. Ah, man, sometimes dude. it takes hitting rock bottom. And there's some people in church that you're going to find have hit rock bottom. And mm-hmm. if you are one of those people, church is the, is the place you need to be. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with those other believers, surrounding yourself where you can praise and receive God's grace and receive His receive the Holy Spirit. There's nowhere else for you to go if you're at rock bottom, but up. Yeah, 
And I think church is where you can find um, those people and the Holy Spirit that's going to help bring you up out of that place. Second thing, because we we're talking about worship and people who like could be faking it potentially. I agree. But <laughs> <clears throat> I will say this too, for new believers and even for people who have been believing for a long time, um, for new believers, emotions play a big part of your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel a lot of different emotions. You know, you're like at times there was times when I was first becoming a believer where I was like, man, I don't deserve any of this. And I would just break down on my knees. I remember one time in my old apartment, um, this was during our fast. Mm -mm. Um, I was trying to decide whether I should move to Miami or not. And pastor Kyle was like, Jalen, like you should, you should fast, like truly fast and spend <clears throat> however long you need to in God's presence until he gives you an answer. Yeah. And so I fasted that morning and, uh, I, I think I went and worked out, came home, and then... No, I didn't even work out. I woke up and said, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and dwell in God's presence. For two hours, I was blaring worship music in my room. Mm. And about an hour into it, I literally broke... I felt like I felt like I was in heaven worshiping God. Yeah. And I broke down to my knees, and I was like, this is what it feels like. like yeah. This is what it feels like to be a child of God and worship Him for what He's done for me. Yeah. And I say this because... If you're a new believer, you might get those emotions. If you're not a new believer and you've been believing, you've been following Jesus for a long time and you don't feel those emotions, that's because God has called you to be disciplined. Yeah. Be disciplined in your walk with Christ. Just because you don't feel certain emotions anymore doesn't mean that he's not still working. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a tangent that I could go off on for, you know, hours but that's a really good point if you're trans if, if you're transitioning from somebody who is a new believer and you know you've been believing for a little bit and you're like man i don't feel that same emotion i had for god yeah it's because you're called to be disciplined and follow jesus no matter how you feel yeah yeah there has been a good amount of people that we've seen come in and out of our church who were on fire for jesus at the mm -hmm. beginning and because the worship music is really good and they start to feel those emotions and then they die off and they're no longer being served, so they turn their back on God. Ooh, that's um, so good. Jesus was a sacrificial man. We saw it on the cross. Um, yeah. Um, that's so good, dude. Don't give up on God because he's looking to do something big in your life. Mm -hmm. um, might be speaking to someone specifically here, trying to find the words, just going to let God speak through. Mm -hmm. But there comes a time where you won't feel those emotions anymore and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But just know that you're not supposed to go to church to be served. You're supposed to go to church to serve. So good. Um, you don't come to Christ to be served. You come to Christ to serve. And while he serves you, while he's washing your feet, um, you know, the world goes around and beauty comes up and graves turns into gardens and you start to see the world differently. And you're just like so full of joy that you're so full of joy that sometimes you cry and you're yeah. like, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. <laughs> I don't Literally. know what's happening, <laughs> but yeah. That's so good, man. Church, we could talk about it for days. Yeah, and we, I mean, literally only got through a very small portion. Yeah. I don't even know how long it's been, but what I do know is that we've got... It's uh, like about, about an hour, 57 minutes. Wow, yeah, yeah dude. We have barely Time scratched service. flies when we're doing this, and we don't even realize it. Yeah, it does. So if they're long, sorry, but hang yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, hang in there. Hang um, in there. This is a deeper conversation that we're going to have to get more into mm -hmm. don't know when we got some more topics uh coming up what are some topics you have laid out actually money and possessions i know is a big um, one um there was another big one we wanted to touch on it's in our notes but obviously tithing came up today that's a big one yeah. money possessions yeah. i think money and possessions is the next one but mm -hmm. um i know as far as like spinoffs of if you want to call it that spinoffs of this episode the church part one a place to call home mm -hmm. is kind of what this one is there's the idea of serving church attendance consistency mm. again remaining faithful kind of like we touched on right there at the end right going to extracurricular church activities um doesn't stop with these walls mm. that's a whole discussion Ooh, i like that one yeah i like um, that one a lot being hurt by the church in the past again the service part is so big we saw a lot of people we see a lot of people turn around or even try to go to a different church because they don't get a shot to stand on the platform mm. Dude, that's not your role. Maybe no, it's what God called no. you to be, but it's a very small amount of people that he called to be on the platform. Go be the voice in the world. Mm -hmm. And that was something I had to get over, honestly, because mm -hmm. I felt like, oh, I'm supposed to be a pastor because I can talk. God's like, and I then got, you start to see I the life. something else for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not just for Sunday, finding your Eremos, 
my church is far from work um, doesn't allow me, or my church is far away, or my ch- my work schedule doesn't allow me to go to church. Mm-hmm. So how do I facilitate that? Like mm-hmm. lots of topics can come off of this yeah. tithing. Yeah. Um, dude. Could, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, <sighs> and we're gonna have to figure out. Uh, obviously, this is season one. This is episode four. But thanks for coming. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to figure out what we do, like how many episodes per season, and you know, a good infrastructure to that. But as of right now. Thinking probably ten to fifteen episodes per season, and then yeah, um, every season we'll just dive deeper into specific topics. You know, we could talk about shoot anything, yeah, anything. You know, if you have suggestions, send them in too. Like questions, we could talk about nature. We could talk about all sorts of different things. Travel, yeah, has you know lessons for. Um, So yeah, definitely send us send us messages, drop comments, let us know. Any ways that we can pray for you too? That's a big yeah, one, huge one. I don't know why this is coming to my mind. I we said it in the past episode at some point too. Um, we try to give applicable steps at the end of episodes. So again, oh, yeah, take yeah. take a flyer, find a church, ask someone who you know in your life who attends church and seems joyful. Right. <laughs> if yeah. they're not joyful, you probably don't yeah. want to go there. <laughs> so, and like being discerning of a church, and like yeah. one thing we didn't touch on is like how to find this place. And that is a, a longer discussion. Maybe we can like push out some resources or something like that yeah. after this episode. But um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. No, no you're <laughs> good. I don't know. What should we touch on it real quick? How to find a church? I think so. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Um, yeah. Shoot, I'll, I'll start. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are so these are these are some good steps um, to help you guys find a good church. Uh, in my opinion, I think. Again, I'll touch on it every week that we, you know, need um, something to bring bring it up. But social media, yeah, um, find friends that are believers if they're going to a church. Ask them how their church is and tell them to be honest. Yeah, um, I think that's a big part of it. Uh, I I don't think someone would lie about their church, but uh, yeah, tell them you know <laughs> what are some things that you guys do. What do you guys pour into? What are some ministries that you guys have? Uh, another thing is Google. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Literally. Maybe even maybe even uh other than Google, use maps. Find mm-hmm. one that's close to you that is like, okay, you know, there's some people in here in the reviews that have said something about it. Or maybe even, I would say this too, um, go to the church not on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Go to the church not on a Sunday, see who's there, see what the church is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's stuff that goes on at churches all the time throughout the week. See if there's something going on that you could maybe poke in and be like, Hey, what are you guys about? Yeah, definitely. And maybe you are someone who's new to faith or maybe even not a believer at all. Um, but you're kind of like you feel God pulling on your heartstrings, but you're you're passionate about um, the homeless or you're passionate mm-hmm. about rape victims or women shelters or whatever it is. Look at the list of sponsors. Oftentimes you'll find churches. And if that's something that you're passionate about before you come to Christ, then that oftentimes will be the thing that leads you closer to him. Yeah, um, because Jesus cares about goodness in the world and for there to be no evil. Um, and another thing that might be a little bit deeper, but if you find a church on Google, go and not all church websites are built out. Some churches are smaller. They don't have all the resources. There are the people that can do everything. Um, but look at like their mission statement, their doctrinal do- doctrinal statement, which is basically like, what do we believe in as a church? Um, and you want to be sure that Jesus is the head of that church. Yeah. Um, there's deeper theology that you can like get more you know, into, but especially as a newer believer, you just want to be sure that you find a place that will teach you the word of God. Um, and again, we're not here to talk negatively about any other religions, but Jesus is the head, nobody else. That's what I'll say. Um, and you want to make sure that the people in that, in that building are like loving and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. they embody the life of Christ. Um, so maybe a good place is to start in your Bible read the Sermon on the Mount, find about, find out about what Jesus is about, go to Exodus 34, read about the character of God. Um, maybe look through some pop Proverbs and um, read the book of John. It's a good summarization of and, like the gospel books. And James. And James. James the book of James is everything, man. Yeah. They all are. Yeah. <sighs> we just got to stop talking. But yeah, anyway, do your research, find yeah. a place that um, you belong to. Go give it a couple chances. Sometimes, dude, you, I'll bring someone to church and it's the money talk. And actually, our church does a really good job at like, you know, communicating that yeah, the yeah, right way. But yeah. I've been to churches where it's more rigid 
Um, so again, if you go to a church and maybe you hear a weird sermon or something doesn't hit you right, whatever it is, don't give up. Give it a couple chances. Give it a two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever. For sure. And then make the decision. That's a really um, good point. Never give up on a church the first time you go. Yeah. Never. I know people who are right now at our church who have recently moved or recently left their church who are going to two church services on Sunday. They go to a nine at one church and 11 at another because they're searching. So if they can go to two, you can go to one. Yeah. And if you want it, you're going to find it. It's that For simple. Sure. Some people don't think they need Jesus. Some people don't think they need your church. And some people are wrong. <laughs> so that's just, that's just, so good no judgment yeah know, but yeah that's good oh man all right well dude this was good that was a really good talk super grateful for yeah. you as a friend like for yeah. real you, yeah you as well brother yeah, yeah man like i said we've been texting every day and yeah. i texted him last night about something or yesterday about something and we were just talking about how grateful we are for each other so this guy's growing over here by the dude. way we won't get into it but super proud and just like honored um you step into newer holier ground People might not love what we're doing or not think we're ready or whatever, but man, we're looking for God. Yeah. And we hope that you find him with us. We are not at all your savior, but we're just someone here, some people here who are trying to help guide you closer to the truth, which is Jesus. So good, man. I wish you guys could understand how knowledgeable this guy is right here. No, I'm not. We're going we're gonna to sit <laughs> so here and brag far. about each other the whole time. No, but, no. <laughs> uh, no, so thankful for you, bro. And uh, so thankful for all you guys listening. Oh, yeah. And uh, share this podcast with someone. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's the one thing I'm going to ask you guys to do this week. I know we don't ask much of you guys except to just show up and listen. Read your um, Bibles. Yeah, and read your Bibles and go to church. <laughs> and do a lot, I guess. We do ask yeah, a lot. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no. share this podcast with someone this week. We would uh, greatly appreciate that. Um, matter of fact, send it, send it, send a text. Just send the link through a text to three of your people that you're praying for, three people that you know you want to see go to church with you. Yeah. Um, something simple as that could help change someone's life. Yeah. Very, very simple. And it could change someone's life. So absolutely. And don't know where everyone's at. Last thing we'll say, mm -hmm. um, you went to Voo Church in Miami. Yep. You liked it. Yep. Okay. Kansas City, if you're in Kansas City area, come to Kingdom City. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful church, beautiful people. Um, it's truly amazing. If you're in Wichita area, I went to New Spring Church for a really long time. Love that church to death, man. Such a great community there. Um, those are three small places, but you know, maybe yeah. you're from one of those areas and now yeah. we at least gave you a, gave you one, one in. So and for any of my Iowa people, I haven't been to church in Iowa in forever, but I have heard hope church is the place to be in Iowa. So if nice. you're in Iowa, um, there's one for you also. So yeah, as always, we appreciate you guys and, uh, make sure you guys again, hit the follow button, share the podcast with someone, um, and come back every Monday for a new episode we appreciate you guys we're praying for you guys yep we love you guys and we will see you guys in the next one god bless peace